When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience on my top 1071. Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts with us for hour one. Hey, girl. Our lead story this morning, Donna Valentine wearing a hat. Is it hat day? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. only a couple times a year. Well, at home, it's almost half the time. Oh, my gosh. I wear at, hats all the time. At our school growing up, we had hat day. Oh, cute. And it was the last Friday of every month, but I don't know about where you guys went to school. Uh, I went to a small little private school, which sounds ritzier than it was. It was, like, really not well-funded. And so you had to pay a buck. So you had to bring a dollar. So it was like just... a fundraiser. Yeah. More or less. Well, wait, there was like 20 kids in the whole school. What are they going to do Donna. with that fat 20? <laughs> but then everybody would come in with their old ball caps. And it was just like, oh, look, that's what you look like in a hat. And you know how bad I look in hats. I used to wear hats all the time. Wait a second. Yeah. Did you have to wear a uniform? I did not. Lou oh. did at her school. Okay. She was in a uniform situation. I was not. Okay. There's an element to it that would be, I feel like I'd be okay in a uniform situation. It really takes the pressure off. Oh my, it's like Mark Zuckerberg. You know, he's got his outfit. Steve Jobs had his outfit. That's mm-hmm. right. There's Turtleneck. something to be said about oh, yeah. just like, what do I look good in? What do I feel comfortable in? I'm going to wear that for the rest of my life. I should do that. You kind of do, don't you? you? You buy one sweatshirt and then you'll wear that for a week. Nope. <laughs> I didn't mean the same sweatshirt. I know what you mean. And then I'll get different colors. Correct. I get one that fits well, and I'm like, well, I'm going to get four of you now and rotate them. And people, in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, people will be taken aback by how dynamic my wardrobe is. But what you're telling me is it's very evident. Yeah. Like, you've got your go-tos, you know? You're like long sleeve, whatever you call that, neck. I have like five or six of these exact t-shirts that's what i'm talking about yeah um you know what and i will since people have been asking um holly has to deal with these phone calls all the time during the show when people call to ask about my t-shirts i was on a search for the right t-shirt for a long time there's a company i do not endorse i i don't you know formally endorse them but i really have enjoyed them it's called three fit theory and they're talking to especially the fellas out there you go out you try to get a t-shirt and then they fit all sorts of different ways. Not all larges are created equally. So you'll say what size you are, and then they'll send you three different versions of that large or that medium. And they're even in, uh, then you figure out which one fits you the best because some fit a little tighter up top, some fit tighter down bottom, whatever. And then you figure out, so now I have a number 
with that company. So if I wanted to get a shirt today, I could order it and be fully confident that it will be fitting my body the way that I want a large Sweet. to fit my body. Okay. Three, three fit theory is Thank the name of that you. company. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's talk about this local story. Oh, my gosh. Sheesh. Holy smokes. Okay. Minnesota twin shortstop Kyle Farmer is, uh, wow, he took a 92 mile per hour fastball to the face yesterday. My, my, my. Oh my gosh, it was terrifying. I watched watch the, video. the video. Yes. Oh man. I did. Oh. I was just like, I can't. Oh no. Everybody wants to grab their face right along with Kyle Farmer when you watch that video. Oh my gosh. It was the bottom of the fourth inning uh, against the White Sox. This was at Target Field. And I guess the ball got away from the pitcher, Lucas uh, Giolito. And it ended up just nailing him right in the mouth. Mm. Oh, it was just awful. So he's 32 years old. I think we just got him from the Reds not that long ago. Sports talk. I know, right? Oh, trade. I know. Trade talk. Oh, my God. Hot stove. MLB talk. Somehow, this guy avoided a fracture. Crazy. Um, however, uh, this is kind of a miracle because... This could have been really, really bad. He needed surgery. He needs some teeth, like, realigned, I guess. Yeah, and he's got a major laceration of the lower jaw, which I guess he's got stitches, obviously. And, um, yeah, but it just seems like we ended up winning, by the way, but it just seemed like everybody was just kind of silent for well, a while. And the pitcher, too, felt oh, terrible. Awful, of course. He immediately, like, immediately. turned. like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Poor my gosh. Guy. No pitcher ever wants that to happen. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, really scary. Listen, I used to I used to be so afraid of stepping, st- like, for baseball players, Major League Baseball players. Here's a question. What What's the scariest thing to do in sports? Would it be to be a quarterback where you have an offensive line, but there are people who want to come and slam you to the ground Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or to stand in the batter's box. And you know that the next ball coming at you is going to be about 95 miles an hour. And by the way, the ball is hard. St. Dodgeball kids. It's a hard ball. I mean, I think that's one of the scariest things to do. Or how about a goalie with a puck whipping at you? You know, it's so funny that you bring this up because I was watching that 80 for Brady and, you know, they've got a lot of the plays and, the, you know, the game they're showing. It, and I'm like, these guys must know, they must learn how to fall properly. Right. Because I look at this guy who does a flip, lands on his back, then turns on his side. And I'm like, I would be in traction for three months if that happened to me. <laughs> and here's a guy getting up and playing again. I don't know how they do it because their bodies must take so much. Oh, my gosh. Abuse. And I think, you know, Jerome Bettis, uh, former NFL running back, he talked about the day after games, he would have to go down his steps on his butt. He's Louise. So they called him the bus. He would just barrel right over people and just one of the hardest hitting running backs during his era. But then smash cut to Monday morning. The fans are no longer at the stadium, and you just want your damn bowl of cereal, and you're going down butt step by butt step yes. just to get oh, there. Oh, jeez, I can't even imagine. That's similar to how we walk away from these shows. Mm-hmm. We'll sometimes go down the steps on our butt, but that's because of innate laziness. <laughs> it's funny you bring that up also, because I was just telling Lex, she's like, how are you doing? I go, I'm having a hard time making it from the door to the console. <laughs> 
just because I started walking and working out and lifting again. Yeah, yeah. girl. Oh, power walking. And I'm hoping Whoa. that this is not going to be like this for a long time. I mean, I walked a couple miles this morning and I'm like, I'm struggling. Now you're going to get work through that lactic acid, yes. Donna. Yes. And then you're going to be. Her, yes. Queen. And All then right. you're going to be doing two miles and then three miles. And yes. then you're going to have little weights in your hands and then you're going to be. Pumping. Yeah, it's all about the first few weeks when you're getting back in the swing of things. Oh. Everything in your body says, no, 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 no. Back to the couch, please. And you need to just say, silence you. Power Not through. Not today. Power Satan. through. That's Power right. through. All right, anyway. Beautiful morning for a walk. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, the sun was coming up over the lake. It was just beautiful. Yeah, it was a beautiful sunset last night. It was yes. the last night of the night before. It's just been some really beautiful days. And that grass... I know we got to go, but the grass oh, is greening up quickly. Oh, oh. Mine well, is it too. is. We There's have snow a- mildew. We have, you know, vole damage. There's all sorts oh, of weird yes. stuff. But it's starting to green up. If you took us a picture of your lawn on Sunday versus today, I'm telling you it's greener. It's, really? it's greening richly. All right. I believe you. Thank We're going to take a break. All right. Um, we hope that you stay with us for all three hours. If you have a job, ask for some time off. We're going to be doing <laughs> stuff all morning long. 11.30, we're going to do a little throwback Thursday music trivia during Rock O'Clock, we think. We never know what Thursdays bring. At uh, 10.30, we will play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And at 9.30 today, we're going to have a little fun, um, sort of just rattling off. We touched on this briefly yesterday. Some of the songs that were added to the National Recording Registry. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's better than a Grammy. We'll discuss, oh. kind of go through the list in a little bit. Um, but when we come back, power to all of you non-shaving women. What talk show host said that she just took a razor to her body for the first time in three months? We'll mm. get into that. When we return, it's Donna. Welcome back. Like Donna and Steve on Say My Talk my 1071. Everything Entertainment. There's a... Uh, there's a list of inductees into the National Recording Registry. It's a pretty long list. It is. And we're going to go through it next segment. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for the tease. Uh, it's a, it's a long list. Yeah, it's, funny. it's good, though. But what's interesting about it is the totality of the list throughout music history is sort of small when you consider how many songs you know have yeah, come out of course and so we'll go through a little bit of the list I like and it. um you know sort of give a thumbs up thumbs down should this be on the list yes because it's talking about what sort of songs if if you if you gave it to another country another part of the world the alien race would would you say this is our music this yes. is what has sort of defined different moments in time. Like what went into a time capsule. Queen. If you will. Thank you. Of the North. All right, you that's coming up. Continue. That's All coming right. up. 930. Good day. Um, hey, when's the last... You guys don't have to answer this, but I'll ask it and you can respectfully not answer it. When's the last time you shaved your armpits? I had laser hair removal, so I really don't well, have to. Well, it must be nice. It is, actually. But I'll still go over it. Uh, two days ago. Thanks. Right. Horo? Uh, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Drew Barrymore went three months without shaving under there. She uh, shared a video on her Instagram account, and she told her fans, hey, finally shaved for the first time in three months. And uh, she, had, she had said a few weeks ago, I guess, that she did not consider shaving a form of self-care. Um, in an interview, she had told InStyle that she and self-care are not friends. 
saying my legs aren't shaven. I try to clip my nails down because I don't like dirt under them. But, you know, she wasn't getting into it. Um, She does. This is also cool. No, wait a minute. (laughs) Hang on. Mm. I think this is very relatable. She says, I try to work out about exercising, which we were just talking about. I try to work out three times a week with girlfriends. I usually make it two days a week, which is something. Three days a week is the goal. Sometimes if I have time, I can do four days a week, but there's just no time. Um. She had this recent video, and she claimed that there was a blaring house alarm. Oh, I saw this video. This? I saw this on Instagram. Yes. And yes. it interrupted her shaving session. Yes, and she had to get out of the shower. So she's like bath, got a towel. bathtub. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Towel wrapped around her, shaving cream evident under her arms. <laughs> and uh, she was able to power through and finish the shaving session. However, her tub session was all done because now the water had turned cold and it was no more. But... You know, we've talked about shaving several times on this show, usually years apart, but I think we last talked about it just a few weeks ago. And, you know, I say power to Drew, not because, only because I have not been put under the same societal expectations as she. And so I get it. When I see armpit hair on someone that I'm not expecting armpit hair on, it's jarring because I'm so used to not seeing it. But I guess if Drew Barrymore had been wearing a tank top on her show and then wrapped her arms around her next guest to hug around the neck, we would have seen it all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, who knows how fast her hair grows? Three Everybody's months, different. Everybody is different. Yeah. But three months? Well, then, I mean, it, then it becomes kind of soft and pillowy. I, I, would, I would imagine. I don't yeah. know. I've never let my armpit hair grow out to like maximum length. So I don't know what, I honestly don't know what it would look like. I can tell you that when I was 13, I was in a full length cast on my left leg. So from my groin to the tips of my toes on one leg for three months. Uh, Was it three months? June, July, August? Yeah, yeah, maybe three months. And the day it came off, I, I can't even describe to you. The amount of hair that was, uh, because keep in mind, it's covered all this time. This is your leg, you're saying? My yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah The yeah. hair on my knee was so black and thick <laughs> and disgusting. <laughs> and, and my mom's like, well, don't shave it for a while. I'm like, I'm shaving it now. <laughs> like, I have never seen anything like that. But you have to think to hormones. And sure. like, now I could probably go a week without shaving, it used to be I could go an hour without shaving. <laughs> you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you should have kept it just, again. just on your knees. Shave your legs. Leave the kneecaps, the little pillows, the pads. That way, if you're, you know, going down and changing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The flooring in your home, you don't need those little contractor knee pads. You've got nature's knee pads. But it, <laughs> but it was like it hurt. 
Because the hair was like all matted down. So if you like sure. lifted it, I mean, it hurt to separate the hair. Yeah. If you let your leg hair grow for X number of days, it starts to get awkward. It feels weird against your pants. Yes. And then it's like, okay. oh, you either got to commit or you got to go back to square one. Yeah. Now, I like to trim my underarms. I usually only end up ever doing it like once a year. But I have to say, when you do that, as a guy, since we're talking about like when it gets longer, like if I'm wearing the wrong shirt, I can put my arm up on the side of the chair and there could just be like some little guys peeking out like, what's happening out there? And I don't want that. And so I like when you trim it down. Now, the first couple of days when you trim it, then it can be like a little itchy and you just notice it. But you never notice it when it's fully grown. Hmm. I will say this also about body hair on men. I have not seen a man ever in the history of the universe, even on those even on those makeover shows where they're like, all right, Bill, we're going to put you in a brand new outfit, and finally we're going to shave this ZZ Top beard. I have never seen a single man hmm. who looks better the day after he shaved a beard off. In, on, in totality, he might actually look better without the beard, but there is something deeply jarring about somebody going from beard to no beard and i feel that way about myself when i when i trim the beard off those first two days i'm like cover the mirrors i know your lips look weird and like the space between your nose and yeah. the top of your lip and the top lip looks very sensitive and i will say this turns out that beard does in fact often cover a double chin it's sure. a beautiful way to cover up a little face pudge thank you to me more has submitted her dog, her Chihuahua Pilaf, for the Guinness World Records small, shortest dog. Not the most, the shortest dog. Um, just a couple of days ago, there was a two-year-old Chihuahua named Pearl who was crowned the world's shortest living dog. So then Demi Moore was like, well, wait a minute. I think Pilaf could give Pearl a run for her money. Should we submit Pilaf? She took a picture on her Instagram. You can go check out Demi Moore's Instagram. And what they had done for Pearl is imagine this. The dog, um, they put a, a dollar bill, actually a $100 bill, but whatever, on the dog's back, starting from the base of the dog's head to the okay. tail. And Pilaf and Pearl, both of their bodies are pretty oh. much the size of oh, a dollar bill. They're so tiny. They oh are so tiny. That dog I, is like the size of a guinea pig. Guys, can I go dark? Yeah, I encourage it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deeply concerned about small dogs like this because we have four kids who run and slip and fall. Yeah, this dog would And if would you're be 50 pounds and you come down on a little six-pound baby skeleton dog, mm-hmm. therapy. Yeah. When we come back, we've teased it six times already. And we're only two segments <laughs> in. We're going to get through that list of the songs that were added to the National Recording Registry. It's going to be fun. I think there's a fun discussion around them. Plus, we'll go through and vote them up or vote them down. That next on Don and Steve. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna for Spire Credit Union. You know what? I got to tell you, a truly free checking account is not a thing of the past. Not at Spire anyway. And I'm not kidding. You can enjoy no monthly maintenance free uh, fees, excuse me, 
free bill pay, e-statements, Aspire debit card, plus even manage your finances on the go if you want. Oh, Inspire's signature Visa credit card? It'll earn you rewards, but also gives back a quarter percent to the community with every purchase. Inspire has 22 locations all over the place, and they have been in the people helping people business since 1934. Their staff is friendly, experienced, are going to take care of you and make it super easy, too. I can promise you that. I've been with Spire myself for a long time, and I'm not the only one who thinks they are great. They've been named Minnesota's Best Credit Union by Forbes and the Star Tribune. Visit MySpire.com to learn just how simple it is to open a free checking account. $100 minimum opening deposit required. Hello! Welcome back. Appreciate you guys tuning in to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hello. Holly Roberts with us for hour one. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, and now the moment you've been waiting for for three segments of the program. <laughs> did you guys tease it at the end of Jason and Alexis as well, Holly? Absolutely not. We did not. We did not. <laughs> what a miss. Been, I know, but we talked about it yesterday. Oh. Yeah. In a dirt alert update. Yes, and so that uh, we mentioned a couple, which uh, one of them included the Super Mario Brothers theme. Which yeah. Was like, oh, yeah. well, that's cool. We're talking about the 2023 inductees into the National Recording Registry. And so we're going to go through a few on this list, and we can kind of Reddit thumbs them up or thumbs them down, I suppose. But I guess my first question is, is this a more significant award or recognition than a Grammy? And I'll I'll tell you why. In total, the total number of recordings that have been selected for the National Recording Registry is 625 total ever, which obviously represents like a little tiny little portion of the National Library's vast recorded sound collection of nearly 4 million items. Not to mention if you just consider all the songs that ever come out, it's a ton. But what they do is a little bit different. And what I think makes it a better recognition is they say the National Recording Registry preserves our history through recorded sound and reflects our nation's diverse culture. The National Library is proud to help ensure that these recordings are preserved for generations to come. And we welcome the public's input on what songs, speeches, podcasts, or recorded sounds, could be us, Donna, that we should preserve next. Uh, This year they received more than 1,100 public nominations this year for recordings to add to the registry. But it's really about saying, hey, this song really impacted the culture Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nationally. And so I think it's a pretty cool uh, way to get recognized as opposed to, you know, I don't know, best country duo song of the year. Yeah, I mean, it's got longevity. Right. Um, Here are a few. Okay. Thumbs them up or thumbs them down. John Lennon, Imagine. 100% thumbs up. 1971. Yep. Yep. Great song. Although we would all thumbs down the version that Gal Gadot orchestrated during the pandemic when it was all those celebrities. Remember that? Yes, please. And no. And Will Ferrell, one of my favorite celebrities of all time, I believe singing earnestly a verse of that song. Yikes. It was a a tough time. It was a tough time. We're in this together. Okay. I love this next one. Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven, also came out in 1971. 100% yes. I agree with Donna. Mm -hmm. I know. I know Donna's going to agree with this. I hope Holly agrees with this. John Denver, Take Me Home, Country Roads. Yes. 
Oh, yeah. Or, or, you know, Thank God I'm a Country Boy is also a good mm-hmm. one. A classic Americana. Yes. Take me home, country roads. Yes. That, that used to be our Friday uh, sing-along goodbye song. Remember? Why did we say goodbye to that? Because Ryan left, and then we never asked the next person. Boy, you fire one guy, and all the fun goes away. I'm telling you. Uh, you we'll bring it back. We'll bring it back. Whatever. Uh, but anyway, look at that year, though, 1971. Imagine Stairway to Heaven. Take Me Home, Country Roads. It's Good pretty year. cool. Uh, let's do some other ones. Uh, the Eurythmics, Sweet Dreams, which came out in 1983. That is now a part of the National Recording Registry. Deservedly so? Yeah. Agree. You would have been uh, alive, Donna, during 1983 when that song came out. Do you remember when it first came out? Oh, my God. It was... Smash? Yes. It was... Yes. It was one of those songs where you're like, who's singing this? This is so good. Yes. Uh, let's see, 1984, Madonna, Like a Virgin, now in the National Recording Registry. That's the whole album. Yeah, well-deserved. I would say. Mm-hmm. Very impactful. Iconic 80s pop. How about The Police? Uh, what what song do you think I'm going to say? 1983. Sending the- out an SOS. Every move you make, I'm watching you. <laughs> the stalker song. Yep. Synchronicity. <laughs> Okay, so, oh, so that must be the album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even though there are on that album Synchronicity One and Synchronicity Two, but I digress. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. I uh-huh. I totally accept that. Yeah. Not the best Police album. It's interesting. Though. Some of these are full albums. What would be the best Police album? Excuse um, us, Steve. Yeah. yeah excuse us. We're going to have a music moment here. Absolutely. Um, the best Police album, in my opinion, I is uh, Zenyatta Mandata from 1980. Oh! Zenyatta. Yeah. Oh, wait, what what songs were on that? Um, Don't Stand So Close to Me. Yes. Great. Canary in a Coal Mine. Yes. Driven to Tears. Don't Remember. Oh, it's a good one. Slaps. Okay. Yeah, so it's interesting. I guess on some of these, you have different songs. Others, you have albums. Right. Here's a song that was put on the National Recording Registry's list here in 2023. It came out in 1977 by Jimmy Buffett. It was? Margaritaville. Margaritaville. Yes. That's a pop culture touchstone. I mean, oh. you put that on, everybody associates that in some way with like a vacation. Yeah. 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 I, at, a, sure. at a minimum. I think margarita. nachos. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's <laughs> see here. We have got, oh, I like this one. Let's go back to 1962. By the Four Seasons. Want to guess? If you don't already know, what song by the Four Seasons? Big girls. How about Sherry? One of you is right, and it's Sherry. Sherry, baby, Sherry. Oh, gosh. I heard so much of the Four Seasons, I feel like, growing up. The oldie station, huh? 3WS, all Mm. oldies all the time. And I just loved it. Oh, my gosh. Mom, if you're listening, thanks for introducing me to your music. I'm glad I didn't just grow up with... MC Hammer, though I love them. Too legit to quit. Boys to Men, Ace of Bass. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that she introduced us to the oldies. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see here. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Deja Vu, 1970. Oh, added to the National Recording Registry. Is that them? Shining through Deja Vu. No, that's a disco. That feels like ABBA. Could it be it. the dream that I once knew? I wonder if Love the One You're With is in the National Recording Registry. That's my favorite Crosby, Stills, and Nash song. I don't know that song. Yeah, you do. 
Come on. I do? Yeah, Donna. Love uh, the one you're with. Wait, oh, is no, that no, what Deja, Deja Vu, vu. is? No, I'm, no. Back, I'm going oh. back to Deja Vu. Oh. Love the one you're with. Such a... Oh, I was classic. like, is that a weird title? I don't know. Deja Vu by... Crosby you're thinking you're thinking voulez-vous by ABBA. No, I'm not. I'm thinking Deja vu. Nope, I'm thinking no, I do not like ABBA at all. Oh. Could it be the dream that I once knew? I'm going to tell you who it is. It is Dionne Warwick. Ah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Your thoughts about Crosby Sills Nash and Young Anything, getting Deja I, I vu. mean they're okay. great. So, I don't know the song, but I respect the decision. I think this... it's the whole album before we move away. Okay. So it is the whole album from 1970. So we can clear the record here. Uh, what's on that album? We got to know. Um, I would like to throw a flag on the National Recording Registry's list. They put out this picture of the National Recording Registry. I feel like they would be doing us a service if they noted which one is the entire album. Because sometimes the album is named after the track. I just thought they should have put whole album or... I think that, I they will. Did. Yeah, they did. If you <laughs> go did? to the Library of Congress's website, uh, underneath it designates single or album. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not even the go list to their... you're looking at, Steve, right no, next it to it, doesn't. it says "Deja Vu Album." <laughs> no, it does not. I'm looking at the same oh, list. Songs on Deja Vu include "Woodstock," "Teacher," "Children," oh, "Our House," yes. and "Carry On." Absolutely love it. I'm going to send you a picture of what I was looking at okay, this whole time. Okay, and I'll show you. Oh, I'll send it later. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. I see what you're looking at. You're looking at kind of a truncated version. I'm at blogs.loke.gov, oh, my homepage. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Add it to the National Recording Registry. Very deservedly so. This is a Mariah Carey song that came out in 1994. Care to guess? Mm. Mm, vision of love. Vision of Love is Dream it on the Lover? board. Oh, what a great song! No, oh, that is a great song. It's oh. her first song that's been put on the National Recording Registry. Oh. There, there, in me saying it's more prestigious than a Grammy. Oh, all I want for Christmas is you. That's you got to be it. Yeah, yes. you got it. Way to go! Let's go. There's my Mariah for you. <laughs> wow. Oh, that was good. Thank, thank you. Wait a second, oh, Holly. Knew? That was very. Do it again, Holly. Hi, Holly. It kind of sounds like when a tea kettle. Yeah, yeah. Goes. We celebrate you, Mariah. Wow. wow yeah, Mariah impressive. Carey. All I want for Christmas on the National Recording Registry. Um, okay. Only Donna can answer this question because I feel like Holly will know. All right, I'm not going to look. Uh, the song, you may have already seen this. The song was by Daddy Yankee, 2004. Not going to know it. Okay, hint game. Okay. Oh, I love this. If Steve's going to start going, meh. No, meh, <laughs> no that's where we get meh. when I'm desperate for hints. Um, if you were low on fuel. Gasoline. Would... Yes. Gasolina. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. Way to go, Donna. Thank you. I mean, gracias. Carl Sagan's Pale Blue Dot from 1994 just made the National Recording Registry. Anybody? Nope. Must be spoken word. Hmm. Uh, I will say the Songs of the Humpback Whale, a whole album, is now in the National Recording Registry. Awesome. So, too, the very first mariachi recordings from 1908 and 1909. Fun. That's pretty cool. You can't 
forget Flashdance. What a feeling. He's also in there, rightfully so. Yep. Oh, oh, to Billy Joe. Bobby Gentry. Ooh, yeah, that's classic. That's a good one. I don't know what Wang Dang Doodle is. I want to know. It was by Coco Taylor in 1966. Hmm. Wang Dang Doodle. I don't feel like we can play that song on the radio. Probably not. Well, if it came out in 2006, for sure, no. <laughs> 1966. I, I, I don't know. I mean, Wang Dang Doodle, my ding-a-ling, look. Oh, remember my ding Your grandparents were look. dirty, okay? <laughs> How about what the world Oh, by Burt Bacharach. Is love. They did uh, Jackie to Shannon. Yeah. 1965. Oh, okay. Da, 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 da. That's fun. That's a fun list. And you know what? And I think our closing argument for the jury as to why this is a more prestigious uh, recognition than a Grammy is that was Mariah Carey's first song making that list. Holy cow. And she's got Grammys for days, I'm sure. Right. And Good point. one song on Good the point. National Recording Registry. Thank you. Guys, we teased it a few times, and we feel like we uh, it, it certainly paid off. If nothing else, we stretched it out to fill the segment. I thought it was good. It was fun. I like it. Uh, hey, when we come back, this is funny. I'm a, the governor. He's getting back to work. He's taking it to the streets, literally. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you what he saw and decided he needed to do something about. Um, oh, and there's a horrifying voice cloning scam that's going on right now. Scam. We saw things, we're saying things, it's next. Hey, what's up, buddies? It's Steve for the Canopy Group. Man, uh, they're hard at work today. It's a busy day for them. Why? Well, they're busy saving people money. So I got to hang out at the Canopy Group. Uh, This was back in December, and we were just chatting about their business and how it's been benefiting uh, their clients. And one of the cool things was I was hearing them talk about their employees at the Canopy Group and how their employees take such pride in knowing that they have saved you money. Like, that's the kind of thing that they're going around saying, hey, we're able to get them $800, $1,000 in savings on their home and auto insurance. So they really take pride in saving you money. And they have a formula that is really simple for you to save. You go to thecanopygroup.com. There's a red button. It says, get a quote. Boom, click that button. Now you've started the process, and they're going to connect with you, a team of 40 specialists that they have. Then what they do is they turn that out to their 16 different insurance providers that they work with. Some big names like Progressive, uh, maybe some you've not heard of before, like Secura, maybe Travelers. Uh, They find the right one for you to save you big. TheCanopyGroup.com. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and uh, former TV personality Steve Patterson in the house. What? Are you still? Oh, wait, are you still doing TV? I do stuff. Are you? You do stuff? I do stuff. Sorry, I blew up, man. It's fine. Right. If somebody's listening in Pittsburgh, they can watch me today at 3 p.m. on Channel 11, WPXI. Oh, okay, great. If you're watching and listening in Tampa, I think we're on at like 6 a.m. or something. I don't know, guys. Or you could listen to us on the radio. You're just another dirtbag like us. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Let's party. Let's party Let's party tonight, tonight, guys. What are we doing? No, I got to get to bed early. I do want to get to bed early tonight. Yeah. Well, what's early? I'd love it if today I was horizontal in my bed. 
at 9.50. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. I'm like an 8.30 is early. 8.45. The amount of rest that you're getting is infuriating. I know I should look better, shouldn't I? You look great. No, that's that's great. So you go to bed like 10.30, 11? Very often more like 11 to 1. Whoa. Yeah. Really? But then, and I can I can do fine for a couple of days, but then the compounding effect starts to take effect, yes. and it's like yeah, you can do it once for a day. Once, you know what? What the heck is up with the Rock? We're going to talk about Schwarzenegger in a second, but I the Rock posted a video the other night. I smell it, and I just don't know <laughs> if it's sustainable. Okay, I want him to tell us about when he's getting more sleep because he posted a video the other night where he went to Iron Paradise at two thirty in the morning. Can I read you his Instagram? Sure. Let me pull it up here. You saw something, you're saying something. I'm saying something. Like, I can't say anything anymore. I mean, honest to goodness. All right. Um, And I love The Rock. You know I love The Rock. Yes. But I just thought, I don't know if this is is this real. Well, keep in mind, he's in Hawaii right now, I believe. This doesn't have to do with the time change. Okay, sorry I blew up, Steve. (sighs) Sorry I reverse blew up. It's okay. It's because you're not sleeping. It says The Rock. 2.30 2.30 a.m., Saturday night training. Not my usual workout time, but it was just one of those long, long days where all kinds of unexpected bleep gets thrown at you. Body didn't want to go train in the middle of the night, Donna, but that one tiny voice in my gut said you may not want to, but after a day like today, you sure as bleep need to. Honestly, I wound up having one of the best workouts, completely rejuvenated and able to clear my head and energy. My adrenals... We're already at a 10, so in I'd a way, like this was all very calming for me, Donna. Okay. we got to listen to that voice in our gut that says yes when the rest of our body is saying no. Have a productive week. What's your problem? It's 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, but he said it's not his normal time. I know it's not his normal time, but he often is like a rise and grind kind of guy. He do- very often does these very late night things. And then it looks like he's also waking up the next day very early. I just wonder, and again, I'm a huge fan of The Rock. I would just like to see a little bit more of the margin time of like, oh, I was just so tired I couldn't. Or working out wasn't the most important thing in my day that but day. It, it's optics. He's trying to inspire. We don't know if that's what he's really doing. Yeah, that's true. We don't have a time check on this video. He could have made it on a Thursday at 6 p.m. Yeah, I saw this video. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You started to follow, follow The Rock now yeah. that you're pumping iron, Debo? <laughs> no, I just follow because he's he seems nice. He is. He's, he's, he's nice. He's I love, nice I love to The Rock. kids and yeah. He is. And you know, somebody I really have come to like off the big screen is Arnold Schwarzenegger through working out. I will listen to speeches that he's done. Oh, yeah. And he's a very motivational guy. And he's got yeah. quite a motivational story of coming over from Austria and everything that he accomplished. And then yesterday he was a man of the people. D-Bone, what did he do? Well, he got a crew together and filled a large pothole in his neighborhood in L.A., You know, he said, well, we'll let you listen to a little bit of the clip, but then let's talk about potholes. Here he is. You're welcome. You're welcome. You have to do it yourself. This is crazy. For three weeks, I've been waiting for this hole to be closed. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) 
Three uh, weeks? Hold my beer, Governor. I know, right? We've been waiting for three months. It's been like driving down a war-torn yeah, street. The, uh, the, 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 driving to yeah. Let's talk oh about like this street over here trying to get on 94. Did you see they fixed it? They put a little gravelly stuff. I didn't well, see that they... Well, that's how you fix the potholes, though. You just fill them with that quick-setting, asphalty kind of stuff. It was really bad. People really would go bad. so slowly through that, and oh, we all because you're it. trying to maneuver. I just got new tires and new alignment. Yeah, you don't want to ruin your car, right? No, I mean that was the worst street I have ever seen ever. And and I know the potholes get really bad here in Minnesota. Yeah, but that was like there was there was nowhere really to go because. You'd veer left. There's another pothole. You'd go back right, and you're like, oh, crap, that one's bigger. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez Louise. The whole thing. And this is why we have road construction all summer long. <sighs> There's a new scam I would like to tell you about. Scam. And it's horrifying. Uh, let's see here. This happened to a mom in Arizona. Her name's Jennifer. She got a call from a weird number. When she picked up, she heard her 15-year-old daughter sobbing on the <gasps> other end. What? It was so convincing, she never even questioned if it was real or not. Her daughter said, Mom, I messed up. Then she could hear her crying in the background, and a man said he would take her to Mexico if he didn't get a million dollars. When she said she didn't have that much, he said 50000 Jennifer was at her other kid's dance class when this happened. Other parents were listening in, freaked out. One called 911. Another called Jennifer's husband. Thankfully, he was able to confirm their daughter was safe. Guess where she was? Upstairs, in her bedroom, totally fine. Oh, my God. The whole ordeal lasted about four minutes. But here's the sitch. Cloning someone's voice for your horrifying news of the day, as oh, we already no. know, is pretty easy now. They say you really only need a three or four second clip of them to do it. So even a short TikTok video would be enough for the scammers to use it for nefarious purposes. Oh, my gosh. Experts say all you can do is be suspicious about any calls coming from a weird number and question anyone who's pressuring you to send money right away. Mm -hmm. A reporter did talk to a professor at Arizona State who specializes in artificial intelligence. He said that, unfortunately, you can't even trust your own ears anymore. An FBI spokesperson said if it happens to you, report it. They do look into calls like this, and sometimes they find the people, but it's not clear if they got any leads just yet in Jennifer's case or wow. not. But there Good you go. Good to know. Good to know. Technology, guys. It's going to kill us all. All right, Holly. Okay, bye. I guess that'll do it for you. That'll do, pig. That'll do. (laughs) (laughs) We've got some music news after a dirt alert with the big Zamboni that's coming up next.